Listen up as the girls wrap up their interviews at the Women in Production Summit. Listen to the vision of how public broadcasting blossomed and grew for the state of Georgia with Taya Ryan, CEO of Georgia Public Broadcasting, and learn how some girls can blow things up just as good as the boys can with on-set explosives expert Kathy Tonkin-Vasquez. And taking over the director's chair, Maya Table created her own company, The Cut Life, after taking her Instagram into the stratosphere with 1.4 million followers. Table is a digital media expert with her own stories of the rich and famous, including producing a behind-the-scenes take on the incomparable Janelle Monet. Now let's get down with the girls at the fourth annual Women in Production Summit. Hi everyone, I'm Teresa Roth and I'm here with Sarah Smith and Port Wilson and we are here today at the Women in Production Summit of Atlanta 2019 and it's located at GPB, Georgia Public Broadcasting. We're very lucky today to have the President and CEO of GPB, Ms. Taya Ryan. Hello. Welcome and thank you. We're so sure. glad to have you. Sure. So we were before we jumped on, we were talking about uh, why you agreed, why why you agreed to host the summit here. Well, um, you know, our our name is public broadcasting. We take the word public very seriously, and so we try to open our doors to uh, the community so that the community can find um, really convenient and good places to gather. It helps us listen to different um, things that are happening in the community. We learn a lot. We learn about new people, and they learn about us. Right. Mm -hmm. Why do you think it's important to have a day like today, women in production? Uh, well, because uh, the networking alone is what's important. Uh, women um, are so few in numbers in the entertainment industry that um, – we need to network and support one another. Um, you know, boys have been doing it for years, so they just do it differently. Uh, it's a hard business. Uh, you've got to be passionate about it, and to have people around you that support you as you go through that process of trying to make it your career, I think it's important to have mentors, to network. So I, I see this as a... a really important organization um, and day. Um, and I like the fact that a group of organizations have come together to yes. put this, um, this on. Uh, and I like the fact that a lot of it is information-based. Uh, I, I think that's terrific. Mm -hmm. well, well, tell us about you. Tell us about your background and how you got started. Well, that's a pretty long conversation. Uh, uh, so I would we just might have say, to do two parts. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty open. Uh, I, let's make that simplify that a little bit. I, I got started um, as a young person. I made my first film in high school, uh, and I kind of grew up. I <clears throat> grew up in LA, and also within a family of journalists. So I had the push pull of 
Hollywood, so to speak, and journalism. Um, and I tried to bring them together uh, in making magazine format shows. And uh, it just took off from there. How long, how long have you been here at GPB? And, Ten and years. How, how'd you get over here? Um, you know, I, I had taken some time off from work to raise my daughter. Uh, I, I left CNN when she was two and a half, and it was really a, a, a wonderful three years, four years of just going home after being a fairly hard-driving, hard-pushing executive um, in a very competitive news environment. And it was just really very special to go home and be with her. And I started a company uh, that was, um, we were thinking of launching another cable channel. Uh, but at that time, it was really hard to launch cable channels because they were shutting down. Today, uh, we probably could, could have launched it in uh, different platforms. But more importantly, I got a call from the governor's office at, um, at the state capitol saying, would you be interested in a position heading up Georgia Public Broadcasting? I didn't know much about it. I knew a lot about public media because I'd worked in it before at KCET, uh, I mean, uh, KCET in Los Angeles, and I knew a number of people who worked at PBS in Washington. Um, and I educated myself about GPB, and I started to get excited because the possibilities for growth um, were astonishing. The resources were great. It's a great um, mission, and I buy into the mission of public media, and so it's been one of the greatest 10 years of my life. Yeah, and anybody who thinks that a, a public broadcasting in Atlanta, Georgia is, is frumpy dumpy has not seen uh, this space over here. Uh, next to Georgia Tech. It's very well outfitted. It's just, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's a great space. The auditorium that you're hosting everybody in looks state-of-the-art. Well, it is. It's a, it's a working uh, film and television studio. We have quite a few films coming through here. Uh, we make our own uh, uh, documentaries and events. Do you do anything with the, do you, you know, for lack of a better word, repurpose things that you have, have worked on in the past? Repurpose them in what way? Just if you've done a documentary uh, a few years ago about maybe the Chattahoochee River. Mm -hmm. I'm just pulling something mm -hmm. out, of, out of the air. And now, you know, it's even more important now for people to understand. Oh, sure. Like we'll that. go back and take a look at things that we've done. We just produce... I mean, we have nine radio stations, 18 radio stations, and nine TV stations. We cover 98% of Georgia. Wow. Okay, so uh, we are the largest medium media consortium in Georgia in terms of broadcast. Fantastic. We, uh, in terms of broadcast reach. How do you keep your, your finger on the pulse of all of that? Uh, long days. <laughs> uh, great hard staff, work. hard work, long days. Uh, we do a variety of programs. People ask me, well, who's your audience? And I'll ask them what time of day and what time of year, because if it's in the morning, it's uh, anywhere from a one to a five-year-old. Yeah. If it's in the evening, it's uh, 35 to you know, 60, 70-year-old. But if it's on Friday night, it's going to be Friday night football. So yeah, we do 
Uh, of course, we do Sunday night dramas, but we also do kids programming. We also do football. We also do nature, and, and uh, uh, we do tons of local programming. And I right. think that's what really is exciting. We have new programs like A Seat at the Table, which right. is a group of uh, three African-American women sitting around a table having some of the most honest and a thoughtful conversations about what it's like to be an African-American female in our culture. Yep. We do an amazing new show that Jay Watson, who's a brilliant um, reporter, called um, uh, Your Fantastic Mind. And it's all about the mind and brain and new innovations in terms of brain surgery and brain research. Uh, uh, so. You, you, it's hard to find a place that does that kind of range right. of programming. That's mm-hmm. very, very exciting. Is there something on the horizon that nobody knows about yet that you could tell us about with GPB? Well, I can't, I, 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 I couldn't tell you what nobody knows about, mm-hmm. but we are launching a new sh- uh, show called Retro Report, which will be on PBS on Monday and Tuesday nights starting in October, I think it is. And it's a national program uh, that we brought to PBS. And it's all about looking at things that are issues now, but looking back to see where the seed started. Ooh. So how did it it really start? So we, we think that, say, the issues and controversy surrounding Colin Kaepernick started now where yep. you can trace those roots pretty far back yeah. um, to other uh, protest movements. And it goes, um, you can trace the Me Too movement all the way back to uh, a, a woman in the Navy who first brought it to our attention in a very controversial way. And so our lives have roots and we think we're the only ones that are experiencing this in right. the time and moment, and we're not. It's all part of building blocks, and we look back at, at time uh, to see where the, the roots start. That's a great concept. Yep, I'm well, so excited. Well, I personally want to thank you for Downton Abbey, oh. <laughs> and I can't wait for the movie that's coming out. Well, that's going to be exciting. Yeah. Uh, are you going to do an event for that? Yeah, we are. We are. Please come. Everybody come. Uh, it'll be. I'm there. You can see the movie the night before it releases publicly. We're going to have a showing at uh, Atlantic Station. Uh, so yeah, we're going to have a big event for that. That's fantastic. Yeah, we're I'll happy to see. We're happy to see it back. Mm-hmm. Well, Taya, I'm, thank you so much for being on Girls on Film podcast. We appreciate it, and we. Thank you for hosting not only Women in Production Summit here, but for hosting us, too. Exactly. Delighted to have you here. And Thanks we, again. Yep. We are Girls on Film, and we are out. This is Teresa Roth. I am here with Sarah Smith and Port Wilson. We are Girls on Film, and we're so happy to be here today at the Women in Production Summit in Atlanta. We're at the uh, Georgia Public Broadcasting Headquarters, and we have just a 
so many great things to bring you today, so many wonderful people to talk to. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that this event is produced by Black Women Film Network, Alliance of Film Directors, Women in Film and Television, Film Fatals, and PGA Women's Impact Network. So, with that, we've got two special guests. One is Kathy Tonkin Vasquez, and the other is Myra Foy. And welcome, ladies. Yes, Thank welcome. you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. being here. Thanks. Thank, Thank you for, for being us. here. Poor Kathy, I grabbed her and said, what are the favorite things you've done in your career? Tell me in 30 <laughs> seconds. We could, get, we could get ready. And she did. She was like, I'm sp I work in special effects. Which is totally cool, by the way. Right. Okay. Yeah, and, and not not a not a division that has a lot of women, right? No, it doesn't. Oh my God, doesn't. there's a little over a handful of us in there, and mm -hmm. um, I try to hire women when I can on my crew, but uh, it's a very physical, demanding um, position to be in. So, and which union are you in? Uh, local 479, the IATC. Gotcha. Very good, Myra. What about you? Are, are you in a union? Yes, I'm also a member of IATC Local 479. Fantastic. And they're a big sponsor today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that are that are part of that um, union that are here wandering around and taking awesome. part. Yep. Yeah. And, and for those that don't know, that's the International ah, Alliance of Theatrical you. Stage Employees. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> yes. Myra, you are in the area that I love, which is closed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I would I would love to hear a little bit about what you do. Oh, and, well. And your latest project, your most recent project. Uh, my current project, I'm working on uh, a film. I'm not sure if I'm if I can disclose it, but I'm, I'm currently working on a, a, a horror film here in Georgia. Um, and I'm building costumes uh, for uh, the characters. It's set uh, in the 1980s. Okay, so um, you're doing 80s wardrobe. Yes, yeah, so it by now would be considered period, which is oh my <laughs> that <God>. crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, it's leg warmers and Jordache jeans. Not not really. More more of the the Wrangler and oh. the yeah the ruffled okay. collared shirts and right. Uh, you know, high-waisted pants, which actually are come back into style. I have some. I have some. Oh my gosh! They didn't. They don't fit now like they used to fit. <laughs> and Kathy, yeah. what are you working on right now? I'm just. A, I'm going to be starting Cobra Kai, uh, our third season. Cobra Kai. Cool. I've heard of that cool, show. Cool. Yeah. 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 Ralph Macchio. It, it's gotten Billy's great press. Yeah. It's uh, it's a lot of fun to work on, and. Um, Everybody knows the hours. <laughs> yeah. So we're here to talk about, we're here because this is a Women in Production Summit. Yes. So in special effects, what is an issue that you think is important to women? Uh, you know, the, not having enough women in your area right. is, um, seems like a very important one. Um, in special effects, um, you know, you have to know how to weld. Um, you should get your explosive license. You um, pay attention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is really good. Or this lose is so finger. interesting. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yep. I I was fortunate. I had somebody take me under their wing, and uh, guide me through 
uh, Effects, Jill Lombardi, who was uh, the kahuna of Effects. I'm so glad you told us who that was. And um, he's uh, deceased, but um, I've learned so much from him because he told me, kid, you need to learn how to do things on your own because nobody's going to help you. Right. So I learned how to move heavy things w with leverage and just different things like that. Right, so, right. That's great. Yeah. But uh, I enjoy doing special effects. It's very physical, um, very hard on your body. Um, but uh, I, I love what I do. And then if it goes right, it's fantastic. Yes, we're the field goal kickers. Right. Uh, you either make the field goal or you don't. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's great. Yeah. Was there was there a complex setup that you had to do? What do they call it? A scene? Do they set? What's it called when it's all ready to go? Um. Just a, a scene, a setup, okay. Uh, okay. our gig, our gag. Gotcha. You know, um, we have to build different things. Um, it has to work the first time. So basically, we build, we test. I should be getting the SAG stunt pay. There you go. <laughs> really? <laughs> but um, we're the ones that um, build those things. Right, right. You know? Great. I have a question for Myra. Do you have one for Myra? I do. Go for it. Uh, so Myra, it's kind of a swing off yours, yeah. but why is it important to have a day like today, Women in Production Day? Because representation matters. Um, I think seeing someone who looks like you, who has, you know, you might there might be a little girl who's thinking about or maybe not even aware of all of the different uh, career paths that exist in film um, everyone concentrates on in front of the camera there's so many more behind the camera um, that are uh, long-lasting in terms of a career you know with actors sometimes it's it's about looks right uh, behind the camera more or less it's it, it doesn't matter or it shouldn't matter it shouldn't right. matter either way but it, it doesn't matter uh, how you look it's it's what your abilities are um, and so it's important to see uh, people and, and, and see someone who's done it or if you're if you dare be the trailblazer um, right um, but it's it, it's representation mainly is why I think uh, and, and, and an opportunity to network and, and, and meet other people that are in positions that you haven't seen held by a woman. Uh, I've met a couple of producers during the registration that are local, and it's like, oh, that's great. I mean, a lot of producers, a lot of this industry is, is male-driven, but it's also very good uh, to see us um, out there Right uh, and, and and doing things. Yeah, I was just in the in the auditorium, the, the amazing theater. We are at Georgia Public Broadcasting in Atlanta, Georgia, and um, just to see that all women panel mm -hmm. with most of the panel African American mm -hmm. was very very cool. Yeah, um, yeah. And this is a we've this is my first time. Is this your first time? Yes, it is. Yes. Okay, it's and my you first too. as well. Mm -hmm. And you too. Yes. And this is the fourth annual. Right. But it's my first time also. Me too. Mm -hmm. yeah. Me too. Yeah. No, this is a great event. This is a great event. Um, when, when you are, getting asked to do a project, mm -hmm. how do you do your research? <laughs> um, if I'm. Uh, if I'm told what the project is, um, for instance, the current project, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it. It's The Conjuring 3. Cool! Um, which is, uh, I, 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 I'm, I 
never worked in the horror genre before, so it's a okay. new arena for me. Okay. But it is, I guess, there is a following with oh, that yeah. whole story. So hi, um, I'm one of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so m- my first, the first thing that I do is I'll go online and look at photos. Of, if it's a movie that has been done before, if it's part of a, of a series, oh, right. okay. I'll go and look at photos, uh, video clips, right. just to get myself give myself an idea. Yeah. Um, I worked. I had the honor of working uh, on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two, okay. and at the time. Love the first movie. movie was on cable, and so I made a point to sit and watch that to look right. at the costumes. So I like to familiarize myself. Now I have no idea what I may be doing because it may be a new designer, it may be a whole new look, but I want to at least have an idea of what I'm. Um, so do you doing. answer to the art director? I it with a movie as large as that you've got it's a huge crew yeah with just in that department you have a designer and an assistant designer in some instances two assistant designers Mm -hmm. um and then in the workroom which is where i would work um more more off production than on set um there are cutter fitters who are the people that make the patterns and cut them out um and then pass them along to uh, what are known as table uh, table persons, who are the kind of the lead of the of all of the stitchers and so forth. And so, um, it's like it's, there's a you could say because <laughs> the things are custom made yeah, to fit yeah, the actor. For sure. um, but this is cool to to hear about the different jobs inside mm-hmm. yeah, that area. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. There's so many, and and I haven't even talked about the specialty people there right. are specialty people that you know will build knee pads and elbows and helmets and gloves and all types of things right so it, it it's and it it it's really a specific craft and it does require quite a bit of training a lot of people don't realize that right um, I'm sure and think talking about you know helmets and things and mm-hmm. Kathy probably has to wear those as she's <laughs> you know building uh, making a car Safety. explode yes. or have yeah. you ever have you ever um done you know you, you talked about um using explosives mm-hmm. and there's the joke about walking away from the explosion uh-huh. you know all the we, yeah. lo- we love those i have a shirt that says if you see me running try and keep up oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's right. a bomb technician shirt right. a bomb technician yeah that's a job mm. yeah um well I like. I guess that. They, you could say that. Yeah. You know, but um, you really have to know what you're doing out there. Right. And um, right. we work hand in hand with costume because if I have to put bullet hits on somebody, I have to go to costume and uh, tell them I need a shirt basically larger than what they wear to hide the stuff properly. Oh, how interesting! Know? So a lot, we have and to. It's, it's got to be perfectly placed and all yes, that stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you have to know when you can set it off because if they put their hand in front you you don't do it so you have to rehearse all these things so it's you know we work hand in hand with every department that's awesome very good very good so kathy tell me what what speaker are you looking forward to most today Huh, us. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I, uh, we have a nice panel um, of women uh, that are speaking today from local uh, 798, 600. 
us, Local 479, and uh, we do a lot uh, with these women. Uh, we do uh, charity events with them and stuff, and so we all get along and we all pull each other up and... Um, Oh, that's why I'm that's great. Uh, looking Fantastic. forward to it. Well, we got you two warmed up. Yes, yes. you do. Yes. <laughs> You're good to go. Yeah. And we do have to wrap. Yeah. But well, thank, thank you, ladies, so, so much. So interesting. Thank Very you for you. having us. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. your panel discussion. Right. Uh, Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Thank Hello, you. everybody. We are here at uh, the Women in Production Summit 2019. This is Girls on Film, and we are out. Hello, everyone. I'm Teresa Roth with Sarah Smith and Port Wilson. And we're here today. We are Girls on Film. We've had such a fantastic day because we've been at the Women in Production Summit in Atlanta. Yes. And just fabulous, accomplished, wonderful, smart women. And we've met with them. We've talked with them. And now we're up to one of our favorites, Maya Table. Hi, Maya. Hello. Maya's been so helpful with us today. Yeah. Maya, tell us what you do on a regular basis. Um, on the regular, I'm a director and producer. Um, so I produce a lot of music videos uh, for like Janelle Monet or Usher or Migos. Um, and then also I'm a director. So I directed a film um, and Facebook featured it at Sundance. And Issa Rae featured another film on her channel last month. That's fantastic. Hello. Tell everybody where they can find your film to watch it. Uh, you can watch it on my website at mayatable.com. And it has links to everything. That's M-A-Y-A and then table like a dinner table. What's the name of your film? Uh, the one for Issa Rae is called Dating App. It's about my experience dating on Tinder and Bumble. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it's a comedy. It's a short film. And the other uh, that Facebook featured at Sundance is Reclaiming Nappy. And it's a documentary. Very wow. cool. What is your favorite thing and your least favorite thing about being a director? Um, my favorite thing is being able to, like, have a producer to get everything done. Because usually <laughs> I'm the producer, so I'm like, <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> and then uh, the least favorite thing oh my is just being new to it and um, just kind of having authority over, you know, my vision and not being like, okay, yeah, we can do your idea, but just kind of sticking to it. So that's probably the hardest part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, how did how did you get to that point? Did you do some other jobs before you became a director? Mm -hmm. um, so I started, uh, I know I wanted to be a director when I was in college. So I went to school for film at Georgia State, but then I started editing because I felt like that would help me get my rhythm as a director. So smart. And, mm -hmm. and then so um, producing came along because nobody wanted to produce. So I end up falling into that. And then Why? Because it's hard. You know, it's, it's resources, it's relationships. It, it's really heavy in relationships. You have to be yeah. nice to people and talk mm -hmm. to people, communicate. And people don't like to do that. Um, and then so but then it's not as creative. So last year I was like, wait, how did I still why am I still producing? So now I'm just going back into it. You mm. helped produce all the girls on film stuff today because, you know, mm. Maya was out, you know, grabbing 
all of our participants <laughs> and saying, we want to do getting them in here. Because it's always no one else on the team was doing it. So I'm, I'm like, it's just them. a natural just to you were great. take the lead. You stuff. were uh, amazing. Thank it's you. a hard job, but an oh, so important. Yes. Huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. Really mm-hmm. Teresa's so, a producer, too. I am. Yep. Awesome. And a director, too. Oh, I love it. Hey, yeah. Bro, hey. yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell me about... Um, what was one of your favorite things you saw today on the panels? Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite thing, I love that they, t- they started the conversation talking about the abortion law, because that's like the elephant in the room. Right. Mm-hmm. So I like that they didn't they didn't wait around the first maybe 10 minutes. It's like, okay, well, we are rolling, you know. Yeah. And they got started. So they kind of um, kind of helped relieve some anxiety that people had about it and kind of gave some more information regarding it. Good. Mm-hmm. What's well, a you, huge issue? Yeah. 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 What'd you walk away with? From um, that? Well, so I, my sister is a doula, so she's very into reproductive health. So I know a, a bunch about it, but a lot of people aren't as informed. So I was really happy that they told people that this law has not been passed yet, and you know, um, and just informing people of ways that they can share and and be an advocate uh, for production here as well. I thought that it had been passed, but not enacted. Right. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hopefully. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll We'll see see what happens. We're going to see what happens and Mm -hmm. also look for ways to be um, supportive Mm -hmm. out there. We do a lot of social media. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, when Kristen Wiig said she wasn't going to shoot her movie here, Mm -hmm. we tweeted and um, said, well, why not? We need you here. Right. You know, we need you to stay. Mm-hmm. It's like a Women in Film LA was saying not to shoot here, but it's like, well, hey, the Atlanta chapter is here. We're mm-hmm. women. We, you yeah. know, we have to work as well. Yeah. And I think that um, that sometimes it's, it's, here we go. <laughs> Live broadcast. It does say recording on the door. Yes, it um, does. I think sometimes... Uh, people they use it as as a competitive thing mm-hmm. you know don't go to the south and and they don't they're, they're prejudiced mm-hmm. against the south right um so i'm sure there are vultures in all the other big produced production cities that are like yeah yes, let's get everything I, and we'll do it ourselves and we'll just yeah, like Toronto, I'm sure they're doing that there. Mm-hmm. London, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Yep, Louisiana. I heard North Carolina too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. They want yeah. our what four billion annual amount. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Unbelievable. But they don't have it yet. We're gonna we're gonna try to keep it here. Yes. So Maya, in the optimistic vein of that. What's your next project coming up? What are you going to be working on? Um, so I'm doing more writing and really trying to um, look for more female cinematographers. Um, so the, so I did a shoot for OWN TV. Um, they have a show called The No, and I produced an episode, um, and I hired a 90% female crew. Awesome. Uh, to, so, so now I was like, let me just take more time to find more strong female crew members so then when I do finish writing my project, I can hire them again. Because it felt really good, and I was like, can do this more often actually mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. how do you That's find great. how do you find these women how do you find the talent um asking other women that i love and respect gotcha. and then social media too um, very cool because i was like hey any cinematographers out there yeah and some will yeah. some reels were great and some needed work but i think it's important if stuff isn't great it's telling those people so they can learn because if not then you kind of end up hiring more males because the females haven't caught up yet because no one told them what to work on right that's mm-hmm. a that's a good point mm-hmm Give feedback. Yes. I love that. Mm-hmm. For sure. I love that. I love that. I want to know what it's like to produce a music video. <laughs> it seems really difficult. Yes. 
Okay. Crazy. It's, you know, four is minutes. It, is it the 24-hour days that I've heard about? Um, sometimes. the On the producing side, yes. Mm. For the crew members, it's 12 so that they don't go over overtime. But they are really crazy. The most prep you may have is a month, but usually it's about a week prep time. So, like, for... Um, so it was for Janelle, I did her Make Me Feel video, and we filmed it for two days um, in California. And we had 60 crew and 100 extras. And so it's a lot. So it's back-to-back days of just uh, of filming and just getting every random thing that's needed, like a flamingo was wow. one something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a what real was your flamingo? A real flamingo. Okay. okay. It was a club, and the flamingo was decided on the night before. You're like, hey, let's get a flamingo. <laughs> How did you get a flamingo? You know, just relationships with people and just not being afraid to cold call and animal sound nice. Animal handlers. Yes, it's animal handlers. And you have to uh, you learn the art of sounding nice, but you need the urgent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, what are you doing? Yeah, I saw you in the paper. So, Clay, are you available you. now? Right, right. <laughs> how soon can you pack up that flamingo? Yep, and you say how soon, but you also mention money in the same sentence because that helps people you know get the urgency and want to do it and motivates them Mm -hmm. and then they're clear and they get it and so a lot of it is just like having quick conversations with people so they can trust you immediately so on that you had you must had a decent budget we did good we had a very nice budget that Mm -hmm. absolutely works Mm -hmm. it was was. here's my question that i really wanted to ask you was I love Janelle Monet, mm-hmm. and what was she like to work with? She, you know, some people you meet are just as delightful as you think they are, and she yeah. was. And, and, and I was just so smitten I'm by that. I'm such a fan. She is so great. Some people you meet and just like, oh, they aren't awesome. But she, when when she walked in, she was like, are you Maya? I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> and she specifically wanted female producers on it. So Wow. Mm-hmm, so I was super excited that she called me for her. We love her. Mm-hmm. We love great. her. Very sweet. That is great. If there was some Something you could work on in your field. Mm-hmm. What would it? What would you want to do? I would love to work with Rihanna on a project. Hello, because she just seems Freebie. so open to stuff. Whether it's, yeah, it doesn't have to be music and can be like uh, something else in film or commercial. But she just she just seems down for everything. Well, she's doesn't her fashion line she now. She is. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's that really good. Very, her makeup very line cool. is doing really mm-hmm. good. So Wasn't yep. she in Ocean's Eight? She was. Yep. You know, that movie got panned, but I liked it. I did, too. We saw it together. We saw it together. We did. (laughs) I I didn't watch it. You should need to watch it. You're going to like it. Because I was just like, I don't, you know. I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. It's very fresh. Okay. And Sandra Bullock. It's got Aquafina in it. I know. Sandra Bullock. You can't go wrong with Sandra Sandra Bullock. I know. She's like everybody's bestie. She's great. We need to interview her on Girls on Film. We do. Do you have her number? Possibly. My own, maybe. Okay. There you go. Sandra, if you're listening, call in. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you got? I got a lot of thanks. A lot of gratefulness and appreciation for how much you helped us today. Yeah. And, you know, I hope that you have a great rest of the day and make some really great connections and partnerships. I love that. And yeah. Maya, we want to know what you're doing um, we would love to stay in touch with you. We would love to come on set and do an inter- interviews. We, you know, we will be another platform for getting your stuff out there. I love that. We want to do it. I love that. So don't hesitate. Yes, I'm a good follow up person. You're, I'm not. A, you're amazing. I know you are because yes. you were stellar today with me. You were fantastic. Yay. Help us help you. Yes, we appreciate you. All the energy and effort you did today. You were wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. You want to wrap us up, babe? Yep. 
thanks everybody out there we've had a great day we are girls on film and we are out <laughs> <laughs>